Who Gets to Decide, a liberty-based podcast that brings a little piece of sanity to a confused society drowning in a culture of craziness. And here is your host, Seth Martin. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Who Gets to Decide. This is Seth Martin, your host. Thank you for joining me this evening. Happy you're here. Glad you're listening, as always. Well, for some time now, I've been talking about how the world we live in is upside down world. You know, that's, that's the, the term I use for, you know, this, this situation where we have people seeing different realities, you know, uh, people can look at kind of the same subject and argue it from these very different realities. It's like, you know, like racism, you know, for some reason, some people are seeing white supremacy and racism in the world and just vast numbers, you know, and, and of course, um, I, you know, I'm not seeing that. I, I don't know that, I don't know who's seeing it. Um, I think people who are looking at reality are not seeing it. Now, can you, can you find some racism? Of course. But I think the bigger problem today is we've got um, institutional programs like affirmative action uh, and things like that that are, that are, that have moved the needle too far or moved the pendulum too far and are causing um, our meritocracy to suffer. I mean, we no longer have uh, the smartest people going to law schools, going to medical schools. These, these critical functions that we need smart people, the smartest um, among us, uh, doing these types of jobs. And I think that is at real risk of, of, of you know, suffering from these, these, uh, these programs that have favored minorities now at the expense of qualified non-minorities. I think that's a real problem. Uh, I saw that with my own children going into college. Um, you know, they, they just didn't qualify for, even though they had really high scores and made really good grades and continue to make really good grades, the vast majority of money was going to um, uh, kids of, of either uh, financially disadvantaged or, uh, you know, racial minorities. And that's just a fact. I mean, that is just a fact. That is what I observed. And even here in Texas. So, you know, I think this is a real problem. Um, it, it's the same kind of problem that I was talking about the other day when, when we were talking about financial and how, you know, how discouraging it is, how discouraging it is, excuse me, to look at all these people that are, have gotten just filthy rich, but they always seem to be connected to government. They seem to be connected to politicians. Um, and, and that's discouraging for people that are working in the real economy, doing real work. And, uh, you know, I think this is, this is part of the problem, but anyway, I've got a, these people on TikTok and, and some of these people that post videos, you know, they're very creative people. And, uh, this lady, I don't even know her name. Uh, maybe I'll look it up and credit her with this, but she, she gives, you know, about a three minute talk of different dichotomies, you know, things that you know, it's okay to do this, but it's not okay to do that. And that kind of thing. And, and, uh, what I want to do is I want to play the whole thing in its entirety, just so you can hear it, um, unedited. And then I'm going to play it again, but I'm going to stop it under each, under each category. And we're going to talk just a few minutes about each one of the categories. 
We become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. Somehow, it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. People who've never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves. People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. $5 billion for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not. If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison, but if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. People who say there is no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And pointing out all this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg, is taking on water, and is sinking fast. Speak up. It's amazing, you know, when you catalog all these things the way this woman does. And by the way, yeah, she was on TikTok. And I don't have a TikTok account, so I don't know who she is. But she does a great job. Somebody reposted this on Twitter. But yeah, you know, when you when you break this down and really look at it the way she's talking about it here, it's really pretty ridiculous. I mean, just the first one there, you know... Um, if a, if a man decides to be a woman, you have to pretend along with him. I mean, you're just expected to uh, basically enable their insanity. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't know what somebody feels on the inside, but the re the way you can tell this is all bullshit is, and, I, and I've said this to people, is uh, go down to the Social Security office. Uh, when they open up on Monday and go down there and just and meet with somebody from, from the office there and tell them that you're there to collect your social security because you identify as a 65 year old person and, and watch them explain to you, I'm sorry, sir, your driver's license says you're, you know, 45 or 55 or whatever, or come back in 10 years, you know, kind of thing. I mean, there is no such thing as I identify as something other than I am. And that's just dumb. And yet we're all expected to just follow along and smile and nod our head and just say, aren't you cute? Or, you know, yes, you're oppressed or whatever 
whatever we're supposed to say to validate their feelings, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, we should, you know, 50 years people, 50 years ago, people would say, are you insane? Do I need to check you into, you know, the sanitarium or the insane asylum? I mean, they just wouldn't put up with it. We become a nation that has lost its collective mind. You can't justify this insanity. If a guy pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. I just wanted to continue just a little bit further with these thoughts. You know, there's there's two ways that we can talk about identity, okay? And one of them is how you identify yourself to other people. And I'm not talking about your sex. I'm talking about your personality, your character, you know, what you stand for, what you believe. This is a, this is a way we identify with ourselves. And we we put that identity out into the world, okay? The, the, the type of identity that people are talking about when they say I identify as a woman, this is, a, this is just a logical uh, or an, an inability to define A is A. This is a logical contradiction. It, 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 it simply does not exist in the real world. And this is something that uh, Ayn Rand furthered in her objectivist theory. But the, the basis for all communication, for all... Um, for anything starts with identifying is what you're talking about. And, you know, a chair is a chair, a car is a car. You can't say something is not something. That's, that's the action of negation. It doesn't, it doesn't help us understand what it is you're talking about. And incidentally, you know, politicians do this all the time. They, they say to you, oh, we're not trying to do this or we're not trying to do that. All the while, they're never telling you what it is they are trying to do, and this is this is a this is a, a, a trick that politicians play on us all the time. You have to be able to identify the problem, and then lay out a series of solutions that you know objectively uh, deal with that particular problem. Just start looking for this. Start looking for well, I wasn't talking about that, or I wasn't talking about this. Just listen for these politicians do it. They do it all the time. Somehow it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. Russians influencing our elections are bad, but illegals voting in our elections are good. So these two are kind of related, you know. And I don't know if you remember the census, but yeah, we, we couldn't, uh, we, there was this big debate about whether or not we were going to have illegals mark themselves as illegals. And then, People said, oh, that was un-American, you know, <laughs> and yet, you know, the purpose of the census is to count. I mean, this is constitutional, right? It's to count the number of people that are in the country and where they are so that we can allocate representation accordingly. Well, I mean, I suppose you could argue that illegals should be represented too, but I'm not so sure why uh, if they don't get to vote and, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, if I moved to France, for example, I wouldn't necessarily expect to, you know, influence elections and influence policy in France. I mean, I'm not from there. I'm, I'm a visitor. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know. I, I just wouldn't expect to participate in their political process. And then also you've got you know, Russians influencing our election is bad, but illegals voting in our elections is good. And, you know, this is, is, again, this is kind of related to what we were just talking about. But, you know, how can you, how can those two things coexist as arguments on one side? How can you argue that 
influence from another country in our elections is bad. But then if a whole bunch of people migrate here from another country illegally, somehow that's good that they participate in our elections. That's just upside down world. That's all that is. It was cool for Joe Biden to blackmail the president of Ukraine, but it's an impeachable offense if Donald Trump inquires about it. I think she got this one a little bit wrong. I think what she's talking about is that uh, Joe Biden did blackmail um, the president of Ukraine by telling him that, um, I think this is what she was talking about. It's not exactly clear the way she said it, but she basically told the president of Ukraine at the time that he wasn't going to get a billion dollars or $10 billion or whatever it was unless this prosecutor that was fired, this prosecutor that was looking into Hunter Biden and his dealings, his, his uh, partner's dealings in the country, unless that guy was fired. He basically told him, look, I'm getting on a plane in four hours, and if that guy's fired, you're not getting your money. So, yeah, that's clearly, you know, blackmail. But all Trump did was get on the phone and say, hey, I want y'all to look into this, you know, why that guy was fired and, you know, I want you to look into it. He, Trump asked the government of Ukraine to look into that. And that was somehow an impeach, impeachable offense. I mean, he was going to withhold. He's basically like, eh, might not send these arms to you unless you look into this. But that's essentially the same thing, except it's, I would say, what Biden did was worse because he was so arrogant about it. And, uh, but, I mean, Trump was just basically like, hey, I'd appreciate it if you'd look into this. And they should look into it. It was highly illegal. And uh, I think that's in the interest of the United States for uh, for them to look into uh, the corrupt dealings of our politicians. 20 is too young to drink a beer, but 18 is old enough to vote. This one bothers me too, you know, because it feels like our, our children, you know, are, are becoming adults later and later and later in life and yet the responsibility to do things like vote is coming earlier and earlier and all the other responsibilities that adults have like paying for your own insurance that's coming later and later and later in fact that's you can stay on your parents insurance until you're 26 so it's even further out than being able to drink a beer people who've never owned slaves should pay slavery reparations to people who have never been slaves People who have never been to college should pay the debts of college students who took out huge loans for their degrees. Yeah, these really get me because people don't see the ridiculousness in these. You know, nobody living today owned slaves. And nobody living today was a slave. But somehow people living today need to be taxed, need to be taxed more than they already are to give money to people, you know, who were never slaves. Now, does that mean, does that mean I need to be taxed so Denzel Washington can get money for his ancestors being slaves? What about Barack Obama? Barack Obama lives in a 13 and a half million dollar home. I mean, does he really need slave reparations? I mean, just the, just the conversation of this, it just makes no sense. And then what about somebody that's, you know, basically done nothing with their life at all. I mean, should we throw more money at a person that's 
you know, already living off the government's already gotten tens of thousands of dollars from the government over their lifetime, and we should give them tens of thousands of dollars more. I mean, this really does not make any sense. And of course, the college one we've talked about, but uh, that one's really bad too. Uh, these, you know, either you're an adult enough to take out a loan and understand what that means, or I mean, we just shouldn't do it anymore. You know, I mean, if people are going to go, well, I didn't know what I was doing and, you know, I, you know, I, I just wasn't smart enough and I did this and I didn't really know the repercussions of it. I mean, then maybe we shouldn't let them take out loans to go to college. In fact, if we did that, maybe the price of college would go way, way down. Maybe that would be a good place to start. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you'd better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the U.S. must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbangers who jump the southern fence are welcome. Well, of course, you know, the whole vaccine thing really irritates me, but you're, she's right. You know, I mean, people are coming in across the border with all kinds of diseases. You know, I don't think people remember, but when we had mass immigration uh, into uh, the country through New York, through Ellis Island, people had to be quarantined. They were checked. They the Doctors checked them out. They deloused them. They did all kinds of things before they turned them loose inside the country. And literally all we do here is we... We get their name, we try to find out where they're going, and then we turn them loose and tell them that they need to appear in court on such and such date. And, of course, most of them don't appear in court. But but then the, the tyranny associated with the vaccines on us, and they're not even checking people. They should at least have people down there with PCR tests checking people for COVID. Uh, but they're not. They don't care about that. They don't, they're, I, you know... It makes you wonder why COVID is such a big deal when they're just letting so many people into the country. Um, and, and obviously they could have COVID. They could have much worse than COVID. $5 billion for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not. I see this all the time when I'm watching these politicians, you know, uh, but we just can't afford that. You know, we, you know, we just can't, we can't afford to do this or that and abort, build a wall on the Southern border. You know, you're Nancy Pelosi talk about that. And yet she talks about spending, you know, $500 billion like it's candy. I mean, that is a one, that one really grates on me. And in fact, I, the other day I was watching one of the Sunday news shows and uh, the lady that's running against uh, Carrie Lake in Arizona for the governor's race, Katie Hobbs, uh, she she was asked about immigration and 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 basically her answer was, well, look, you know, immigration problems are on both sides, and the host said something and and about the Republicans and and she made some comment like, well, you know, Trump he ran on building a wall and he didn't even finish it. Well, yeah, because y'all were <laughs> fighting him at every turn, <laughs> taking his money away from him. I mean, he was he was trying to raise private money to build the fence down there on the southern border because Congress kept defunding it. But uh, I just thought it was funny that she said, yeah, Trump ran on building a wall and he didn't even finish it. <laughs> if you cheat to get into college, you go to prison. But if you cheat to get into the country, you go to college for free. Yeah, this one really burns me up because... 
yeah, you know, I, I like I said, I saw this. I, you know, the dreamers, you know, they get to go to college for free, or you know, there's a lot of they get a lot of free, a lot of help. Let's put it that way: Pell grants and uh, need-based uh, scholarships and things like that. But these uh, these rich families out in California that try to get their daughters to go to USC or Stanford or whatever by you know telling the school that they were athletes and all this kind of stuff. Those people had to go to jail. Now they didn't go to jail for very long, but the bottom line is, you know, what, what really was the crime there? I mean, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I never did really get it, but it, it was, I, what I think it was all about was, uh, the schools didn't like the fact that, um, uh, there was somebody else making money from kids going to college like they 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 wanted they felt like uh, you know what normally what happens this is how it normally works if you want your kid to go to college and you're rich you give the school like 20 million dollars and they build a building and they put your name on it and your kid gets to go to school there not necessarily for free either they still pay but that's normally how it works the money flows to the university university you know, it's, you know, put your name on a building and says, thank you very much. And there's pomp and circumstance and your kid gets accepted. What these people were doing was kind of on the side, but the same deal. And I think the universities just didn't like it. So they called the FBI on them and reported them. People who say there's no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. This was funny because you actually do see people doing this. You see people saying, oh, it's time for a female president. It's time. But then they they indulge these wackos in their party uh, and, and, let, and, and basically agree with them that there's no such thing as gender. Uh, but there's gender for the presidency. And as far as for, for the socialism thing, you know, it just seems like there's no amount of evidence that will convince people that that's just not a good system. And the reason it's not a good system, just anecdotally here for the purpose of conversation, is it, it, it negates or it, it fails to consider uh, human nature. Uh, humans do things for their own reasons, for their own benefit. They don't do things for the collective. There might be some things they do for the collective, you know, during a disaster, you might see people come together and work together, you know, but that's for a short period of time. They're not going to get up day in and day out, year in and year out, decade in and decade out for the collective. They're only going to do that for themselves. But yeah, we, it just keeps, that ball just keeps rolling. You know, every new generation comes along and thinks they've figured it out thinks that that's a good system for the United States because the one here is not fair, it's unequal, it doesn't consider this or that, you know, whatever their grievance is. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they're doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. These really bother me because... It, it, you know, as a libertarian, you know, I believe in the non-aggression principle. And the non-aggression principle is really simple. It just means that you can't initiate violence. So the fact that people are blamed for things or held, try to be held responsible for things 
that happened before they were even born, that's a violation of the non-aggression principle, especially if you use the government to go try to enforce it. But then on the flip side, you've got people that are doing things, and I'm not just saying saying things, I'm not just saying they're saying things, I'm saying they're doing things like killing people, raping people, stealing their property, damaging the property. These are things that they are doing, clear violations of the non-aggression principle, and nothing's happening to them. They're in jail one day and out the next. And we keep turning these people back to the street where they just commit more and more violence. And, you know, I don't know what is going to have to happen because, you know, the really good people that could be good at government, you know, could be real statesmen or stateswoman, um, they're just not being attracted to government. It's, it's the worst of the worst of us are being attracted to these elections and running for, for government. I mean, there's a few exceptions, and they're obvious, you know, like a Ron DeSantis or a, a Carrie Lake over in Arizona. Um, and there's more, you know, um, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, um, uh, Rand Paul from Kentucky. But the vast majority of people that are attracted to government are there to get something. They're there to get rich, like like Joe Biden or Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I saw something the other day where Nancy Pelosi uh, placed some trade uh, on some semiconductor company, you know, and it was up already 23%. I mean, she is like the greatest. It, it, I tell you what, she's going to surpass Warren Buffett, I think. She's that good at picking value out of the stock market. And pointing out all this hypocrisy somehow makes us racist. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, and no civility. People are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as Chinese, even though it began in China. We're clearly living in an upside-down world where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong, but killing unborn babies is a-okay. Yeah, there's no doubt. This is upside-down world. I mean, uh, it doesn't make sense. There, it, and no, no amount of twisting yourself in knots can make these dichotomies uh, make sense in a, in a rational person's mind. Um, it's, it's, it's bizarre. It, it's, it's um, I, you know, it, it's like, again, like we're looking at uh, the parties and maybe it's not even a, I think it's kind of breaking down along party lines, but it's not exactly um, party lines. But there's just a, there's this difference in reality, observed reality. And I don't know if it's this echo chamber effect or what, but it's, it's hypocrisy is, is kind of a light term for it. Um, I, I just, I think, you know, part of it is there's so much money now um, in, in corruption in politics and the fact that we have the world reserve currency and that we have this fiat money system. It, there's just so much money that can flow into all these things. I think I've said this before, but like research, you can't do any research unless it is in line with what the government official policy is. I mean, like climate research, you, there is no climate research other than the type of research that shows 
that man-made climate change is a problem. If you try to if you try to go research anything that that concludes other than that, you won't get funded. Your 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 um, grant will not be funded, and that's because like ninety plus percent of all research funding comes from the federal government, and this is this is really tainted uh, our objectivity and our ability to see what real reality is. And I, I, I think it's all about the money and, and the, obviously the corruption, but the, the money is what leads to the corruption and it's hitting a crescendo. It's just, it's just out of control now to the point where, you know, rational people, people that it's hard for them, you know, some people just cannot be inconsistent. They have to be consistent. That's what their character is or their morality or whatever you want to call it. They, they, if they say something is true because of X, Y, and Z, and somebody says, well, this is also true because of X, Y, and Z, that person will have to agree with it because their, their character requires that they be consistent. But there's a lot of people in politics who just don't have that character. Their, their character is expediency or ends justify the means. Um, you know, the means are always negotiable if the ends are in line with what they want. So, you know, this is, this is the nature of our, of our political world today. And it's frustrating. Uh, it's, it's costly. It's going to be, it, it, it could be costly in lives. It's going to certainly be costly in terms of dollars or standard of living. But the cost I really worry about are things like, you know, what's happening with Ukraine in this conflict with Russia and Russia getting to the point where they feel like they need to escalate it. Um, or, or, you know, you look, look, look at this uh, sabotage of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. You know, we still don't know who did that. Maybe we won't know for a hundred years, but it certainly doesn't make sense that Russia did that to themselves. They could just close a valve on their end of the pipeline and shut off the gas. They don't need to go blow it up under the Black Sea, that's ridiculous. And yet, people are, yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, I mean, you got you got major people from our intelligence agencies, like John Brennan coming on TV, basically telling people that's what happened. Yeah, Putin blew up his own pipeline. Yeah, that's what happened. And people are going, oh, yeah, yeah, that's obvious. Yep, sure is. <laughs> I mean... At some point, that guy's going to get so frustrated that he's going to launch a nuclear-tipped warhead somewhere, and then we're really going to be in a world of shit. And then reality is really going to come hitting home. Whether you can see it or not, reality will be right here on our front doorstep. Wake up, America. The great unsinkable ship, Titanic America, has hit an iceberg, is taking on water, and is sinking fast. <laughs>